Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Hey, my monkeys, what is up? I am back. Today is Friday. It is the 22nd of February, 2019. Let's go ahead and get the contact info posted. If you would like to contact me, I have the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-2731. There is an email address, which is thearmedape at gmail.com. All one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. And you can send in audio recordings or you can send in an email and I'll get that stuff out on the air for you. A little bit of behind the scenes stuff. Sid and I recorded this, I think it was on the, I think it was on the 17th. And I'm just now getting around to finally getting it edited, getting it out to you guys on the 22nd. So you'll actually be, the the file will actually be available by today's date, which will be the 22nd. So anyway... What had happened with the Black Mirror series, I plan on doing the whole thing. And it may be a little jumbled. I don't know. I think what I may do is going forward, we'll just stick with the episodes and the seasons on how they drop. Originally, Ken and I had done episode one. And then when Sid came on, I actually wanted to do the third episode in season one before doing the one that we did uh, that you're going to hear today, which is 15 Million Merits. But like I said, I think going forward, we're going to go ahead and just maybe go in order. I think it'll make it a little easier if someone is listening in the future just to be able to kind of go chronologically. So anyway, there is a little bit of of an abrupt cut. I tried to edit it where it it didn't seem as, uh, you know, kind of like all of a sudden we're just talking about something else. But Sid and I kind of got off on a tangent about when the different times that we lived up in Las Vegas. And while it was interesting to Sid and I, it wasn't, I don't think it was really germane to the show. Uh, The show was supposed to be more about the episode of Black Mirror and then sticking to maybe some recommendations and things that we have. And then there's, I I did leave into a little bit of sort of future planning stuff that we're talking about a little bit, because again, I think that is uh, relevant to the show and all that type of stuff. So I would love to hear from you guys. Anybody who's out there, go ahead and send in an email, uh, send in a voicemail, send in a, uh, you can also go to the website. If you go over to thearmedape.com, they have that little, I still got that little voice thing that you can send through your computer. If you want to do something like that, you know, anything is good. I'm probably going to take that down though. Uh, Nobody really ever used it. Uh, But anyway, I will uh, talk to you guys next time and enjoy the show.
All right, my monkeys, what's going on? Sid and I are going to continue our, I guess, uh, maybe series that we're doing a little bit on uh, Black Mirror. And we're going to finish up with season one as a little bit of a recap. Uh, Sid and I did, what was it, All of Us or the, the entirety of Us, I think it was, that episode that we did? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, yeah, it was the uh, second episode. Yeah, and then Ken and I had done the first one. So, um, yeah. do you want to take the lead on this, or do you want me to, or how do you kind of want to do it? I figured what we would do is maybe kind of discuss it in a linear fashion, and then, as far as spoilers, since it's only, you know, the episode it's uh, only an hour long, so I figured, mm-hmm. eh, you know, we won't, we'll give out, I guess, like a spoiler alert now. Uh, so that we, of yeah. course, it will be spoiled, and we may we may drop some stuff. But what we'll try and do is is discuss the episode in in a relatively linear fashion. So how it kind of came off on the TV or on Netflix, I guess I should say. Yeah, sounds good to me. So, do you want to start, or you want me to? Uh, uh, let me see. Oh, I'll, yeah, um, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. You know, basically, when it starts off, he's laying there in. Uh, in his in his bed in darkness, and then as his alarm goes off, which is uh, semi annoying, but he can make it nicer. It starts off with a nice sunset and what have you, and you're thinking, "Well, if this was my bedroom, you know, I think I'd like to wake up here." Yeah, it's not Rooster too bad. Crows. Yeah, and but then um, as it opens up, you notice that everything, uh, every action that he has, uh, you see credits taken away or or merits as we. To figure out later, but uh, he has uh, the most. One interesting thing I found out about it, I thought about it is that it has this. Uh, it has an avatar like on Wii, you know, where you can create your own me and what have you. The others, um, uh, but you know, it, it, I mean, uh, I don't know. If I'm having a hard time describing it. Yeah, the avatars. Yeah. So, um, or what do they? What do they call them? The doppel, I think. So, so mm-hmm. similar to doppelganger, but they, yeah, they do look very, very similar to like the old Wii when you would do those MiWi things, and it's so it's a very stylized kind of avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, um, then there, there's a whole, whole uh, it's not exactly a buildup, but um, but even now, even today, you can have all your uh, your media and and as as your uh, um, uh, sitting on your phone, you have ads coming up all the time. Well, as he's even looking in the mirror, he has ads coming up the whole time, and uh, you know, which is kind of uh, reminiscent of uh, what we have today. Yeah, what was interesting too with the ads is it seems, and, uh, and maybe this is the only thing we're sort of shown in this, but it seems like there's only maybe what five to six or seven, maybe different companies or streams that you could that you could see because he's getting the same ads like over and over again there's ads for like the the porn channel there's ads for a show that's that's very much like american idol um and mm-hmm. then there's a couple other ads but he was only sort of getting though and then there were the ads where they were i guess their version of like a comedy show or comedy stream um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very sick comedy stream. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but it looked like uh, like there was an opportunity in there in order to buy your way through different ads or 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 more apps as well. So uh, we should probably call them apps. With you know, and, and then you have the ads for the apps. But I think that as the more money you make, the more apps you are able to purchase and, and go for. 
Yeah, that may be it. That, I, yeah, I, that, I hadn't really thought of it that way because it may be that those were the only ones he had bought or maybe that those are the ones that you just sort of get no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As you see him going through, and it looks like there's there's a few past where, you know, as he's uh, able to use his hand gestures, like uh, using the um, uh, the Xbox, um, oh, I can't remember what that one was called, the... Um, um, as I'm using hand gestures to, to uh, try to uh, figure out what it is, uh, <laughs> it is the Xbox. Um, yeah, you're able to u- use hand gestures and what have you in order to, uh, to play the games and what have you from slicing the fruit up to all the other games. But the, but but regardless, you know, it, it's it's cool that you're he's able to do that. And then, but as that go- if that goes on, you know, uh, speed up a little bit quicker is. He goes onto an elevator. He goes on up, and he basically looks like a drone, like everybody else. Everybody's dressed the same. And then he walks into this room full of exercycles. So basically, what it seems is that the uh, the corporations are using these exercycles in order to generate electricity. Yeah, and every you were talking about how they're they're all dressed the same. They're all dressed in sort of like gray, kind of like a jump, not a jumpsuit, but like a track suit or a sweatsuit thing. So they've got yeah. like gray T-shirt, gray you know, light jacket and then and gray sweatpants, even gray shoes. Yeah, all the shoes are the same. Yeah. Oh, and there, and then there's also the other class who where everybody's wearing yellow. Yeah, and those that, people are- that was really interesting. I, I kind of liked how, you know, it was like there, there were a lot of questions that I had about that. And, of course, they're not going to give you a whole lot of answers, I don't think, just because I, they don't want to spell out all this stuff for it. But there was a lot of stuff in there with how their how their society works how their economy works how do you get to be one of these people that's wearing gray how do you get to be one of these people that's wearing you know yellow how do you get to be some of these other people that they see on the ads and that you get a, right. a sense of it but they don't go super in depth with it right now or, yeah or are these people selling themselves into a slavery where you know that's their job, and they have to. Or not exactly slavery, but here's how you live, and and your life basically consists of riding this, pedaling this bike, and um, playing apps uh, from everywhere, anywhere from what they advertise from the from the uh, porno industry, which takes a uh, a turn later in the show, yeah. or to or to learning how to play violin. And then uh, you'll also notice that most of the people who are doing this are all pretty much around the same age, low twenties. Maybe I don't even think anybody's over thirty. So yeah, the um, as the as kind of the episode progresses, we sort of learn their names. Um, his name is Bing, and then yeah, there's a well, well, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But there's another person that he meets a little bit later. But what's interesting is is um, when he gets up to his workstation, I guess, or workroom for lack of a better term, where they're just going to ride the yeah. the the exercise bikes. There's a giant screen in front of him, and of course, even there, he's just you know deluged with ads, and then he can you can sort of pick what you're going to see, kind of like when you're at the gym, you know, you can you yeah. can either watch TV or you can watch like a little animated thing, and one of the things he chooses to watch is just this little animated thing of his little avatar <laughs> doppel that just rides this bike through kind of like a cartoon landscape. Yeah, like old paper boy. Yeah. Another problem I, or, or thing I didn't like about the way they had that set up, or maybe it was that way at the gym, but you're able to see what everybody else is doing as well. And and then in one scene, he's looking over to to his left to what his neighbor's bicycle and the and his the 
bicyclist to his left is a rather annoying per- person who just happens to be watching porn at that one moment. When he gets um, uh, bothered by one of the people in the yellow suit, comes up behind him, interrupts his uh, porn watching. And, and the people in the yellow suits are overweight, uh, and they're looked down upon by everybody else. So there's definitely a caste system in this um, energy extracycle building business that somebody has going on in the future. There's And then there's also the guy to, I think, uh, Bing's right, is kind of a little bit more of an overweight guy, and you can see he's kind of struggling mm-hmm. on his bike and everything like that. Yeah. And we'll jump ahead a little bit, but a little bit later in the show, he comes back in, like, you know, two or three days later, however long it is, he comes back into the workroom, and one of the other people in the room is saying, oh, they wouldn't let him sign in. He had to go report to... Uh, like room 22 or something like that. I can't remember what they called it. And then later we see that guy. I don't know. I I didn't, the very first time I watched it, I didn't pick up on it. But the second time I watched it, we see that that guy who was on the bike eventually comes back Mm -hmm. and is there sort of like, um, like custodial services or janitor services or the the other thing. If you're, if you're uh, one of these people that wears the yellow, they have this show, one of the entertainment things that you were talking about earlier was that, that uh, they go on to these shows and all the um, the overweight people are kind of treated as clowns. And so they're sort of degraded and everybody thinks it's, well, not everybody, but most people sort of think it's funny. You know, they get their force-fed food or they're... Um, they're sh- shot with cannons with food and yeah. mustard and ketchup cannons and... Uh, yeah, it's pretty sad, really. Yeah. And, um, the, uh, the interesting thing about how you can watch or you can see, so, so everybody's screen is sort of out in the open. You're not like, you know, there's no walls or anything in between you, but there didn't seem to be any like, so, well, not really any social stigma. If you're watching, you know, that their comedy show or porn or, you know, playing a zombie game or doing whatever, you know, it just didn't really matter. Nobody seemed to really be outraged by that. Somebody would do that or watch that stuff. So it seemed like that was kind of normalized in their, in their culture, their mm -hmm. society. Yeah. Which kind of segues into the next scene where, um, uh, they're in the, um, um, in the co-ed restroom. Yeah. That was really the, um, um, uh, really the, uh, uh, differentiating part where he where, where he he meets the um, the one girl and I can't remember her name. Her name was Abby. Abby, Abby, which is very important. Before that scene, when he's the you know watching the um, uh, commercial for the um, for the Teen Idol, Teen Star, or or, or Star Search, or or that show, it. Uh, you know, and, and they're given everyone's uh, um, bio and stuff like that. You know, and you see people, and you, and you see that the uh, people who run in the show aren't uh, they're, they're uh, You have one character that's like Simon Cowell. Yeah. You know, who basically degrades everyone. Um, you got, um, and I don't know any other um, people on the other shows at all because I never watch them. I just know Simon Cowell. So, but so you have one person, the, the uh, st- uh, stereotypical female. Who just uh, 
uh, the, you know, who seems to like, like everybody and, and would let everybody through. And then you have the guy who actually runs the, the, the porn channel itself. And, and he's looking race babes where he's looking for a uh, new, um, um, new stars for that, uh, 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 for, for, for that particular channel. And when they're in the word they're showing even the, um, the, the ad for Wraith Babes, uh, even when he closes his eyes, he can, he has to open his eyes again and, he, and he's forced to watch the actual ad. Yeah. So the, like where, when he, when you're in your room or when you're thing, it's like the, the, uh, the screens. So very similar to like Xbox or, um, PlayStation three mm-hmm. where it has that, or even the Wii where it can sort of track the remote. There's technology right. that can track your eyes and see whether you're watching it mm-hmm. or not. And if you don't have enough merits or money, if you don't have enough merits to close the ad off or to skip it, mm-hmm. it starts like the whole, when he was in his room, especially the whole room goes red and you mm-hmm. start to hear like a, a, a high pitched, like what would you call it? Like an alarm, I guess. And it gets higher yeah, and higher will. and higher until you look back and engage with the screen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not as annoying as the Facebook ads, but it's pretty <laughs> free. Yeah. So, you, you're, you know, you're, you're basically forced in this whole time. And, uh, you know, I mean, you're cycling all day for merits. And you, now do you want to actually use more merits in order to turn turn your ad off? It's, it's kind of like, like real life is, you know. And then after that, one day he's going up in the elevator and he sees Abby. And he's rather in... in, in thrilled with Abby and and the and the, the next part the most of his time now is going to be spent focusing on Abby. Yeah, he, he um, and uh, he's the one that he hears in the bathroom. Uh and then correct. he had like a little bit of an interaction with her there where he, you know, uh he's kind of awkward and everything. Uh mm-hmm. but he does sort of he does sort of make contact. Interestingly enough too, when when Bing first went to to the to his workstation, or not not his workstation, he went to go eat lunch, um, mm-hmm. and he went to get an apple, and it and uh, again you have to pay for everything. So even when he wakes up in his room, I'm sure he probably has to pay for his shower water, and he and he has yeah, to yeah. Uh, he has to do a little motion with his finger to see how much toothpaste is going to come out, and even that he's paying for. You know, just even for the little dab of toothpaste he pays for. Um, but there was that, the girl, you can tell there's another girl, and I don't think we ever learn her name, but she, you can tell she has kind of a crush on him. But before he meets, uh, before he meets Abby and kind of becomes enamored with, with her, he's just, I got the impression he was just sort of going through the motions. She helped him get that, the, uh, the girl who has a crush on Bing helps him get the apple that gets stuck. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. just kind of like, yeah, thanks. And then you could tell she mm-hmm. wants to talk to him more, and he just sort of goes and sits down at a table, and he's not doing it to be, I don't think, mean to her or anything. I just, but I think he's just like, oh, this is my, you know, crummy life, and I'm just going to go sit here mm-hmm. and have some alone time before I have to, you know, go back and get on the bike. Yeah, yeah, and and then he goes and uses that that trick in order to get the girl Abby, you know, that she taught him. That was kind of. A- jerk but yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah he uses that and then he's able to to get some conversation with her and one thing that was interesting i've only seen it two times and i watched it uh did i watch it yesterday or the day before i think i watched it yesterday 
And the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know. But the second time, I think I actually liked it a little bit more. Um, the first time I thought it was a little bit of preach, it was a little preachy in some of its concepts and some of the things it was trying to do. But the second time I watched it, I think I maybe watched it with a little bit um, less less critical eye, I guess, for lack of a better term. But um, I, I, well, I I ended up enjoying it a lot more. Yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more the the third time around after you got. Through, through when you first watch it as you're going through it, yeah, the the message is kind of creepy. But after you, you know you get to see what the the or preachy, but once you get to see what the uh, story, uh, you already know what the story is, and then you can pick up all on all the other little stuff in the background. Like I never picked up on uh, the one dude becoming a yellow guy later. So yeah, yeah. What was interesting too was when he was talking to, you know, he gets her the apple and stuff, and he's talking to Abby. And he's like, oh, you're new here. And she says something to the effect that she had just turned 21 about a week ago and mm-hmm. that she wanted to go be with her sister to, I think she called it air down or something like that. But it was yeah. all apparently, she goes, apparently it was all full. And so she had to come up here. So I didn't know if that was maybe a different type of job that you would do, or if that was just a different level where you would still be on the bikes. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, there has to be a whole bunch of other jobs around there in order to, uh, keep this going to keep all the speedy, uh, yeah, you know. think there'd have to be people that would make the clothes. There'd have to be people that would yeah, make yeah, and some, package the food and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's basically tells her how great she is. You know, and and she has her uh, her backstory as well. It finds out that we find out that his backstory is that his brother passed away. And his brother passed away. He left him a considerable amount of credits, fifteen million credits, uh, or something close to that. You know, which roughly that's six months worth of cycling. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that by him having that much, it, it would all. Oh, that's another thing too. Remember, it would also show whenever you want to. Um, bypass something that has a little display of how much merits you have. But then you, you can also see when he's walking around and other people are doing stuff, you sort of see how much those people have as well. And there were a few people that had, you know, five, six, seven million merits, but most people I noticed were down in the, the hundred thousand level somewhere. They'd maybe be, you know, some of them were like a, you know, one or 200,000, some of them were like four or 500,000, but it didn't seem that there were too many that had the, the high level that, that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he has an exorbitant amount of credits and he thinks that, that she can really sing and we find out that she can, but the thing that, that she, and he thinks, well, Hey, and she's like, it's 12 million merits, you know, you're not going to, you know, just give away 12 million merits. He's like, well, my brother just died and I got 12 million laying around and you can sing really good. You know, you got to do it. You got to get out of here. So uh, she uh, agrees to it. Yeah. And that's another thing that if you, in this society, that if you kind of, uh, let's say you're going to take the path that she's going to take, where she's going to try and go and audition for that show called, what was it? Hot shots or something or. Yeah. Yeah. Hot shots. Hot shots. If you make it, then you don't, you don't have to do the bikes anymore. And again, right. I'm not sure 
what level of, of luxury you're going to live in They're on that. They have commercials for hot shots all the time. And they're always showing this one lady who made it. And she's talking about, Oh, I'd like to wear my own clothes and I'd like to wear my own jewelry and I get to do this and I get to do that. So I think you get sort of catapulted up into a pretty high level. Well, yeah, you, you turn into one of the, uh, the, the, the stars and, you know, uh, a lot of these people get, um, uh, turn into get their own shows and are able to host this or model this or model that or what have you. Um, you know, something more than them riding these bikes all the time. Yeah. And that's how, and that's how he talks Abby into it. Hey, you know, you know, you want to take my money. You know, you want to do it, you know, so you know, or I'll force my money on you. And, you know, of course she agrees. The funny thing is, is now when he goes through and, and, and decides to buy her the ticket for Hot Shots, it's not 12 million credits. It's 15 million credits. And what does he have? Like 15 million credits and 9,000 and something. Yeah, he's, so, he's got like a real low level. Yeah, 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 super low level. You know, he I basically went to being probably the richest guy in there down to, um, as far as the bike riders are concerned, yeah. to... Um, to um, the poorest man there, you know, but it's worth it for, for as, as far as he's concerned. He's not going to go renege on his deal. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the things when he was talking to Abby about, she's like, well, why would you do this? Why would you do this for me? And he's basically saying, well, because you've got something that's actually real. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like a prepackaged thing that everything else around here is. And so I want to do that. I also picked up on an interesting thing he said is that he had been. So I think his brother had recently died. And I think mm-hmm. he had probably he's probably if let's say if you go there when you're 21, shortly after you turn 21, I think he's he's only been there maybe about a year. And that his brother, I think, had did he say how long ago his brother had died? Was this? Uh, it was a year ago, he said. Oh, okay. So maybe he's yeah. been there a little bit longer. But one of the yeah. things he did say to Abby was, oh, I've been holding on to him. So I think he does just enough to where he, on his cycle and stuff, that he can you know, skip ads and he can do all this other stuff, but it doesn't ever really yeah. eat into that you know, 15 million credits or however much he got from his brother. And I think he was kind of holding on to that sort of as a way to retain a memory of his brother a little bit, or it was something that had some sentimental value to him. Yeah. 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 yeah it's kind of like, it was something like that. It's, um, uh, so finally she, uh, he buys her ticket. She gets, uh, uh, you know, she, she goes up there and they take the elevator straight up. They go into the room with all the other hopefuls and what have you. Everyone's practicing their dance moves and, flailing around and what have you and then she gets picked up right away you know and then gets uh sent uh, right right to uh the well not exactly right to the stage there's a couple things that go on before before that um one of them is uh, uh she's uh forced to drink this uh, drink called uh compliant yeah and it's yeah. A, it's 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 not just a uh oh like here's a milkshake to make you feel better it's it's basically a heavily it's a heavy sedative type thing. Yeah. And it, um, I think it sort of, uh, Oh, it, it sort of, um, pushes down your will or pushes down your resistance to suggestion, I guess. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Gets rid of those those inhibitions. Yeah, and it what they tell her it's for. They said, oh, you got to take it to go on, and it's just they'll. they'll they're telling her it just relaxes you. It just makes your butterflies kind of go away, that type of thing. But of course, that's not what it's for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, you know, and, and uh, she gets out there on, on on stage, and you know the the um, um, uh, the, the three guys are uh, producers of the show. Uh, you know, of course, of course, degrader and. And what have you? What you gonna do? She says she's gonna sing, and what have you? Now you, you notice that what she's looking out at to are, are the three producers, and then a screen behind them, which was everybody's avatars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm wondering if those avatars are people from, uh, or just the uh, cyclists there, or is, is it uh, is it anybody who, who's watching who's not even. Uh, one of the cyclists or yellow people or what have you. Yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty much just everybody in that society. If you want to watch the thing, then your avatar would could pop up in that audience, that type of thing. Because they do do some things where they're showing, like they were showing that one redheaded guy who's back in his room, and you see his little, you know, he's clapping his hands, and you see his little avatar claps his hands along with him and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, then, um, did you... I, I didn't notice in the crowd shot. Did you notice were there any um, like the like, what do they call them the lemons the people in yellow? I didn't see any like yellow avatar people in there. So I no, wonder no. if maybe you're restricted on something like that. Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, they do a whole bunch of other mean things to those, yeah. to those poor people. You know, and they probably won't let them watch this show either. <laughs> but. Uh, turns out that she can sing and she and she does have the voice of an angel but um you know i'm unlike uh the problem is is there's a there's a whole bunch of uh, other people who can sing as well so um um the um one um i would would say gentleman but the guy who runs the uh the porn channel offers her a job and um you know, and then they basically push it upon her. I mean, um, offer her um, a, a, a life of leisure and, and grandeur, and she and and, uh, and basically uh, force uh, forces upon her to uh, to uh, take the deal, especially after uh, drinking their drug compliance. Yeah, and that's another interesting thing because I don't know. And again, like I said, this was some of the stuff that I would have liked to have known about the society is that, okay, well, once you say, yeah, I'm going to go work for the Wraith guy, is is that sort of like a legally binding contract? So it's like now that she's agreed to it, she can't, there's no way she can really back out of it. Um, or, yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe she could, but maybe the alternative is for her, you know, because that's one of the things they were really kind of hammering down on her was like, look, you're going to go basically be on these bikes and you're going to pedal, 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 and that's all your that's all you're going to be worth. You're basically all you all you are is just a human generator. You don't have any value sort of other than yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And um, again, like you're saying, because of her drug state, I think that kind of plays on some of her fears of, of, um, you know, am I always going to be stuck there? Can I never get out? That type of thing. So, uh, so she, yeah, she does agree. And then um, Bing, who was out in the, oh, in, in the kind of in the wings, when he sees what's going on, 
he is going to try and rush out there to, to try and stop it. And they, they basically drag him away. Um, and then mm-hmm. one of the reasons he was allowed to go with her was when they first went to the audition, they put like a little stamp on his hand or, or they asked her, excuse me, is this guy like family or a close friend or something like that? And she's like, yeah. And so that allows him to sort of go through the process with her. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, there, there's nothing he, he, he can do about it. You know, um, uh, which, uh, being said, since there's nothing he can do about it and she, you know, was, uh, she, um, quote unquote, chose this, uh, the, 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 this life, which she was given a choice. Then, well, now working for race, she's in the ads. What happens when you close your eyes? You, you can't just go through because now he doesn't have enough money to just bypass the ads and what have you. Now he's forced to watch everything that they put in front of him. Yeah, and it, it, you can tell it really, it really affects him. Um, he's, you know, and, and uh, he basically kind of has a freak out and uh, smashes up his room. And uh, yeah, that's when he does it, right? Because he goes back, he goes back to his, goes back to his room. And, and he's um, forced to watch the ad with her yeah. in it. Yeah. And he basically goes ape crap on the room. And, but, uh, one of the, but the, one of the good things what happens when he has that, he's actually able to stash away a weapon, a shard of glass. Yeah. When he, uh, on, cause they've got basically a floor to ceiling monitors, monitors that are all around him. And actually, did mm-hmm. you notice too, like his bed, it's basically, he, I guess you'd call it like his bedroom that he's in is just room for the bed, the, the head and foot of the bed touch the monitors. And then there was, so he's probably in like his, his bedroom is probably like what a six by eight room. If yeah. That. yeah if that. And then he if has, an, I think he has another section where there's probably a toilet and a shower in a sink, like a little bathroom. And I think that's all he has. Oh, and then another, did you catch? And I, I didn't catch it the very first time, but again, on second viewing, when he's watching the ad with Abby, he tries to leave and they won't let him leave. That says like portal denied or portal access denied mm-hmm. because he has to watch that ad. He, you, so you can't, there's really in that society, no way to really escape him. You know, right. unless you pay really that's the only way you're going to get out you either watch it or you you know you pay so he, he he takes the uh takes the glass and he actually uses it to cut this uh uh um you know when they they, they stamp your hand when you go into the uh, roller rink um they uh, stamped his hand when he he went into uh, when he was able to follow abby up in, into a wall watcher watcher sing scratches that out and then it's basically you know that part in those 80s films where you know everyone's determined and they got a goal to do and what have you so i mean he's he's eating other people's food as they as they leave their uh their uh leave their station he's the first one to show up when you know it's time to get on there and start cycling and then he just pedals and pedals and pedals and pedals his little heart away doesn't eat anything and uh, all this time he's sitting there learning all his dance moves like michael jackson and, and and he's he's determined he's going to go up there and he, he's going to kill those uh, uh kill those guys from um uh, from hot shots yeah i took it i when i first watched it i took it that he was either going to attack um especially the wraith guy um, mm-hmm. 
And then what was interesting about that hand stamp is when, when they, when he and Abby went to the thing and they stamped him, uh, it's kind of like almost like a henna tattoo. And she says to him, Oh, it's going to take a couple, it'll last about a couple of months or something like that. And then it'll fade off. Mm -hmm. And then during that whole montage of him, uh, eating and doing, doing, uh, and like sneaking other people's food when they leave it behind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's using just the bare minimum so he can cycle and cycle. You see that little stamp slowly starts to fade away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, one thing I, I, I kind of noticed, and again, we're, jump, we're jumping around here a little bit within the story, but yeah. one of the things is when you would see him eat, he was generally eating relatively healthy. You know, you'd see him eating fruit mm-hmm. or you'd see him doing this or doing that. And then shortly after Abby got like whisked off to be into the, the, you know, the wraith babe, you see that mm-hmm. the, he was eating like, you know, fried like cheese sticks and having a soda and stuff like that. And he was, you know, and so it, I think some, some well, time had passed there a little bit and then he kind of figures, Oh, I'm gonna, he kind of hatches a plan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, yeah, the, well, he wasn't buying food. He was scavenging yeah. it, it from everybody. So, yeah, it, it was just basically fuel for him to. It wasn't about him being healthy and being able to hang out and whatever. It's that he he was just trying. He just needed fuel in order to ride that bike in order to uh, get his fifteen million merits. Yeah, which he finally does. Yeah, and he watches everything. He doesn't turn anything down because he knows he needs to. Um, he needs to stock away as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. And, with that little hand symbol fading, I think we're supposed to believe that what he's done is instead of he's compressed basically six months worth of riding and, you know, scrimping on food, this, that, and the other thing down to about two months so that mm-hmm. he can, he can get in and, and uh, audition for the show or get his, uh, get his ticket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's really not any, you don't have to be pre-screened or anything. I guess once you have the, the 15 million merits and once you buy your ticket and they, they process you, that was one thing that I didn't know because they showed that one annoying, annoying girl who was there a lot. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you not pedal or do you maybe only go there for a couple hours a day or something? And then you go back and pedal because once you're in, I think you're in until they actually put you out on the stage. Cause I think once you're accepted, Everybody goes out. They don't really have any pre-screening. You just tell them, oh, I'm a singer or I'm a dancer or I'm this or I'm that. And then they have you go out and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 No, that's what it, what it seemed like to me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So basically it looks like any of them can, uh, can, can buy a ticket. It uh, doesn't matter who you are. It looks you know, like, hey, here's here I go, and and and, and I'm and here. I just basically, I'm assuming that's how these reality shows that they have on television work today, where everybody anybody can just jump in there. You're not, uh, you don't have to be famous. Yeah. Um, you know, so they uh, so so they finally uh, uh, the, the, they they show him in the room with all the uh, uh, other contestants, and he's just been standing there staring at the wall. Like a psychopath, <laughs> and, <I know. laughs> yeah, you know. He then he he gets up and uh, 
and uh, and you know he has to give us little the little seg or or little uh, promo, you know, like hi, I'm an entertainer, and but even then he's like I'm an entertainer. Yeah, it's you know, very flat, no affectation, no anything. Yep, and uh, you know they, they, he, he he's, he's going up. He uh, uh, they tell him to drink his compliance, and he doesn't drink his compliance. He fakes it. He does, uh, 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 you know, so he, he he's going on there without his compliance. He's in uh, he's in complete uh, complete. Uh, you, know, you know, looks like a, a psycho mode. I'm gonna do my job here and. And then he uh, uh, he's the entertainer, and he starts to uh, entertain. He starts to dance, and you know he's not that bad. He's a lot better dancer than I am. Yeah, what's funny? Excuse me. What's funny is like the audience, like when he first starts dancing, even the judges are kind of looking at him like, oh, "What's this?" But then they kind of mm-hmm. start to warm up to him a little bit. But then, and I think they they're also warm up to him a little bit because they're aware of what the audience reaction is to him. And so he's actually like, he's decent. He's not the best thing that they've ever seen, but you know, he's, he's a decent dancer and everything, but then something Mm -hmm. changes. Yeah. 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 That nice little piece of glass he got when he destroyed his, um, his his monitors is able to sneak, sneak it back in there and he puts it on his, on himself. And then he, he gives a, um, as to uh, commit suicide, uh, threat, or threatening to commit suicide, and he basically uh, uh, tell, uh, tells everyone how he's been oppressed and how we're all being oppressed, and how every how how we have all this have a hundred and thousand uh, stations on television to watch, but we're still being oppressed, and now everything is fake. And he goes off about off on about that, um, and the um, and the Simon Cowell dude, you know, it's like well. That's really interesting. You got a point there. How'd you like a show? So basically, um, he ends up uh, selling his soul to be fake after complaining about everything being fake. I'm, uh, you know, but it improves his life a little bit. Well, yeah, his life goes. I mean, he his life is improved dramatically. Um, he, he goes from, they end up giving him his own show. And I think that the, the, uh, the guy, the hotshot guy is sort of savvy enough to know, Hey, you know, this guy is going to be kind of like a, like a shock jock thing. And this, and by having him, people will live sort of vicariously through him, through being, uh, you know, and they'll feel like they're being rebellious when in reality they're not. They'll, you know, they'll go and they'll, they'll do their, they'll get back on their cycles and they'll kind of watch him and, and do this and do that. And, uh, uh, so, but, but yeah, being for the, for all his ranting and raving and everything is kind of like, uh, well, oh, you know, okay, (laughs) you know, I'll do it. Um, (laughs) And really, I think he's only going to, he only does like, uh, they gave a timeline. I think he only does like a half hour a week or something like that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And the rest of the time, he actually has a nice special box. He puts a piece of glass in. Yeah, and I noticed that. And then did you notice, too? So anyway, it, it sort of ends with, you know, he's after, after they give him sort of his show, then it uh, it cuts to a thing where you see other people are watching him. You see the girl with the crush that sees him. 
the, the girl that had the crush mm-hmm. on him first and she kind of, you know, swipes his channel off. She doesn't want to see it, but there's a couple other guys that are watching him and they're like, yeah. And you even see one of these guys, one of the little, uh, things or accessories you can buy for your little avatar. There's a little shard of glass now that you can buy. Yeah, um, so you can kind of be like being, I, I had kind of thought that, uh, after he does his show and everything, it cuts back and then you see him, he's in this big apartment. He goes and he pours himself some juice. So he's not getting anything out of, a out of a vending machine. And I think all this stuff, all this, these things that he has are just stuff that's provided to him. Uh, because that's mm-hmm. how he's 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 um, inspiring people or keeping kind of the masses dulled down so that they kind of keep doing their drudgery and doing all this other stuff and the and the society keeps cranking by, and he goes out to look out his uh, floor to ceiling windows, and you see basically going back to the horizon you see a forest, and when I first saw that I thought is that I thought, oh, that's just a, it's just a monitor screen. They're, they're just projecting right. that image in for him. But then when I was watching it this time, I kind of thought, no, I think, I think maybe that's real. And I know some people, what, what was your thought? Did you think that was real or just a projection? I, I, I actually went back and I paused it and I took a good look at it. And I, um, when they, the the, the 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 scene before that when he's drinking the orange juice uh, and you kind of see a reflection so it kind of uh, um, yeah it looks to me uh, because of that that view before him as the camera's on the outside of the window and you see the glare that's where where I was looking for the glare and its reflection uh, yeah um, I'm I tend to believe that all that is 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 real yeah uh which you know uh which you know i mean compared to every, every uh everything else throughout the uh the the show is obviously fake but but that uh, but that was yeah you know, i think that was the kind of hint they threw in there to where you know you know they the guy doesn't have to like like buy his own orange juice his orange juice is provided for him now and he's able to actually go out and look out a window instead of looking at a screen yeah and one um i forget that there was a the the lady that they're always kind of touting as oh you know you can be like uh and i can't remember her name but um there was the the person who had made it from hot shot and so they were Mm -hmm. always kind of you know, putting her up on the pedestal and, and then she was always doing all these promo ads about, Oh, I like this and I like that. And I was mentioned before how she was talking, she could wear different clothes. Um, and that's another thing too. The judges, they all have individual clothes, individual styles. And they're some of the people that are older. Um, the Simon Cowell guy was probably what mid to late forties. Um, the lady yeah. is probably late thirties and that Wraith guy is probably again, late thirties. So, they're some of the only really older people that you see. We also never see any children, which is not mm-hmm. to say that they're not there, but I, I think they're, they're again, kept away and all this stuff. But anyway, that the, the lady who was the, the top singer and one of the interviews she was talking about is like, Oh, I can, I love being able to get up and look out onto the, see the green forest and the blue sky or something like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, 
I do have a question as to you know where where are the old old people you know like like what was the Soylent Green you know were not Soylent Green but the Logan's Run yeah you know, they were you know um, actually in the book I think they killed them in uh, I think it was twenty eight or something they they put them to death in the movie they made them in their thirties. Yeah, I think but, when you hit thirty in Logan's Run, that's when. Oh, what would what did they call it? Reclamation or be reclaimed or something like that? If you could. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been, it's been, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah, you were basically done, you know. So I'm wondering if, uh, yeah, but I mean, I mean, even today, I mean, if you have a career in entertainment, I mean, how long can you really plan to take that to last and? Uh, you know, I just had the Grammys and Smokey Robinson was on there and he looked pretty pulled back. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know how, how long, uh, you know, so, so what, what, what happens here after, after these people get, uh, you know, or, 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 or 40 or, or, or my age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I, and you wonder too, uh, a lot of that stuff I wondered about was, well, who is, this is, we're obviously just seeing one, kind of slice of the pie that's this society we didn't see anything like is there a military we didn't there's obviously there's got to be some kind of government um there's got to be some type of police force or or maybe not even police force is the right word there's got to be some enforcement wing of whatever government is there Uh, and of course we never saw that because there's i'm sure there's people who mentally break down and, and cause trouble or do that well what happens to those people you know are they are they executed? Are they put in a prison somewhere? Um, so it was, and, and again, that was some of the stuff too. And then also, did you notice that when Abby was on her, uh, after they would come back from lunch or meals or whatever, Abby would take her little, uh, like Apple container, her little, uh, wrapper that it came in and then she would make a little penguin and then she yeah. would put that on her exercise bike. And then she's got right. one up on the exercise bike and the, that guy who had been made one of the, the custodians or the yellows, he came by and he says, yeah. he says, what does he say? Detritus. And he says, sorry, but he has to take it away. So you can see that I think that they're not really allowed even to have something like that as a personal, uh, right. as, as a personal trinket or something like that. And I think probably even in your rooms, you're not allowed to have it because at one point she's talking to Bing about, she gave him the little penguin and she says, you can kind of fold it, fold it flat and it goes in your waistband and you right. can kind well, of keep it with you. Um, yeah. Now, now, now did you notice that at the end on, uh, on his, um, coffee table, uh, he actually had a, uh, a, a sculpture of a penguin. Yeah, he had a, like a little a wooden penguin and everything. And he kind yeah. of, after his show, you know, he gets his juice, he kind of looks down at it. And then, yeah. you know, goes and looks out the window. And then I had kind of wondered, at first, the very first time I saw it, I thought, oh, he totally ditched her. Like, I thought, well, you know, does he see her as damaged goods? And so he doesn't want her anymore. Because I thought, well, if he's super popular, you know, what do they care you know, he, he could have reached out and probably said, oh, you know, I'll buy out her contract or something and yeah. and uh, have her come live with me. But, of course, that wasn't the case um, because I think we see a little bit later, we see more ads or something with her. If I, I can't remember, but I 
uh, yeah, a, yeah. There, there's an ad at the beginning of a of a, of a scene, you know, or that or did that or did that scene show the beginning of her career? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's where they're where they're showing. You're seeing some people watch Bing, and some people are are swiping him away. And then on one of the other bicycle riders, like while he's doing his show, you see an ad for the Wraith Babes that she's still on. Oh, okay. and, and they're still having her to to do stuff. So. Uh, but I don't know. I I had kind of now that I think about it more, I kind of wonder if it's something where they told him, no, you can't. You know, she's she's got this contract and she has to fulfill it, and so mm-hmm. you can't get her back. And and the reason I thought maybe it was that was because he did have that penguin statue of her. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know. But uh, yeah. you know, like I said, when I first watched it, I was kind of like, oh, this is a little. Um, like like you were saying, a little preachy or maybe a little kind of obvious or heavy handed. But coming back and watching mm-hmm. it again, there's a lot of little things that you see going on and a lot of little things that I think add a lot more to it and, and kind yeah. of takes it beyond just sort of being like, oh, you know, everything's fake. Everything's phony. We're too consumed with products and this and that and the other thing. And you can kind of see a little bit more of the of the human element. And then you see. Uh, with Abby, when she, you know she quote unquote chooses to go to uh, to the to you know to work for the uh, we'll call it the adult film industry, and when you see um, Bing basically chooses to to go and kind of have his own show, you see that even doing those things, you know, are you selling out or are you basically ensuring your survival kind of long term? you know, to where you're not going to be worn out. Or you're not just going to be, you know, when you, when you wear out, do they toss you aside? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. And that wasn't, um, cause Abby talked about her parents, I think, cause she said she had a sister. So obviously they must've lived somewhere. Um, right. So are her parents you know, riding bikes somewhere? You know, I don't, I don't know. One thing yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Do you remember when it showed he and Abby were talking and in the background, it was only like one shot, maybe for about, I don't know, three or four seconds. But it just, it showed, you could look out sort of into kind of like a courtyard area. And then on the sides, on the right and left, and then off to the sides are just rows and rows and rows of people on exercise bikes. Um, I remember uh, a scene like that when he's, uh, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're talking to each other and he's trying to convince her to... Uh, uh, to uh, take his money and and do uh, try out for the show. Yeah. As he's, he's, uh, yeah. And yeah, I see about four or five levels of just a whole bunch of bikes uh, and, 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 and people on bikes are just, uh, I mean, almost, almost infinite. Yeah. But yeah. And then yeah, yeah. I also had the feeling too, that this was just sort of kind of like one like skyscraper or superstructure. You know, this is yeah. sort of just one thing. And, um, I didn't think it was like one giant colossal building. I, I kind of had thought there was other, other buildings and things like that, but I don't know because it seemed like, do you think it's just one or do you think there's others? Cause it seemed like when they would go to that hot shot thing. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I'm sure there's, uh, uh, I'm so it does, is this a media center that creates its own uh, energy, own, own electricity by 
people on bikes are on the bikes or are they producing enough energy that they can sell it to the rest of the city or is it get, given it away or, or is this some type of servitude you have to go into in order to um uh, you know you know just like being in Poland you're you know you got to spend a couple of years in the army before, after you graduate uh, graduate school before you go and do anything else when a couple years in the army so maybe these kids have to spend a couple uh, years on years on the bicycle unless they're uh, too overweight and then they turn into the yellow people who you know who, you know who, who, who get bullied you know I'm yeah so um or yeah so or is it a production company that 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 puts all these apps and all the stuff all the stuff together and and part of the uh gig of working for this production company is uh is is riding the bike and uh, generating generating energy uh you know until, until you can get out or, or maybe people who just go ride the bike for a couple hours a day and call it good and, and only have enough credits to get by i'm not yeah you know, yeah because yeah, that that's something i didn't really think about too because you don't know well how long is their work day how long you know, can you work as long as you want or do you have to do a minimum? Or I'm sure you have to do a minimum just to get enough merits to be able to eat and to shower and, you know, have clothes and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, because when he, like you were saying earlier, he had gone down and he was on the elevator by himself and he had gone down and got to work early and there was nobody else in there. And then he gets on there. So I, you know, I don't know. Um, but I like the idea of how it's like, you know, almost like getting drafted into the army that you're going to yeah. have to go in there for two, maybe two to five years or something. Um, and then another thing, it seemed like you could kind of, maybe you could kind of have a relationship with somebody else a little bit, but it seemed like maybe even that might've been frowned on. Like there's, maybe there's a no fraternization rule type thing. Yeah. Um, because you didn't really see like that the the one girl that has the crush on being you know she tries to do stuff but you didn't really see other people interacting like as couples or anything so yeah 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 no I didn't see anybody interacting as couples and 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 he could have just looked in her eyes and saw that she was crazy and didn't want to have anything to do with her too yeah that's true no. Yeah, I mean, she you know, she did look a little bit on the clingy end. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about the one with the crazy is that uh, Scottish girl. I'm a good singer. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the and the, those are those are the ones that should be getting famous, or the ones you can't sing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, um, but there's uh. uh yeah. So, um, so yeah. The, yeah. So I'm curious as if, as if to it's a uh, if it's a system where you know you're you're, you're forced to uh, to into this uh, this um, the state uh, uh, this is state servant servitude for for a period of time and then you're able uh, if you generate enough you're able to get out uh, uh, the, the quicker you generate enough to get out you're out or or if you're, uh, or, or if you're stuck into it for a particular amount of time, and where if your brother dies in those fifteen million credits, you can just go and cruise along and 
till your time's up, and then you can. And then that's that's why confusion. That's why confusion is why aren't more people working harder in order to get out of it, or if they're forced to do it for a particular amount of time. Yeah, I tend to think it's probably you know as we're kind of talking and working it working it out. I would think it's probably more of a, it's a time. It's a time thing. Like you are you're going to generate power or you're going to do, you know, maybe, you you know, you're you're going to work in the food plant or you're going to work in the air handling plant or you're going to, you know, do whatever, but you're going to do that for a set amount of time to kind of provide for society. Uh, Whether you're going to be, you know, one of the, like those poor yellow people that were basically just, you know, they were the, just treated like dirt and everything like that. And, uh, um, they were constantly ridiculed, made fun of, and uh, mm-hmm. they sort of had, you sort of had to take it if you were one of the yellows. You had mm-hmm. to, um, and then I don't know too if, if, you're, if you're one of the yellow people, if if you have a choice, can you sort of decide kind of like how Abby did? Can you decide, well, I'll, you know, I'll push around a broom or I'll pick up the trash or, mm-hmm. you know, can I decide, okay, well, I'll go and be kind of the butt of the joke and and play kind of the court jester uh to be on TV yeah. and and maybe that's a easier life for me. And with the yellows mm-hmm. too, you know, you got the sense of like the ones that were on TV, it seemed like they would probably provide you with all the food and stuff that you wanted so that you could be bigger, so that you would maintain being overweight. And I did think it was interesting too that you would think that if you were on a bike for eight hours a day, everybody would be pretty fit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, especially the uh, jerky-looking guy who was uh, yeah. to the left of Rain. I mean, that guy looked like he, you know, the guy had sweat pouring down and stuff like that, but he wasn't exactly skinny. No, he didn't. He wasn't rocking six-pack abs or anything like that. So, and even Bing was a little pudgy. You know, he kind of yeah. And, uh, you know, you, so you saw people, but you know, you did see people in there cause, uh, like I said, watching it the second time I was paying a little bit more attention to, well, what is going on in the background? Who, you know, who's walking around there and, and what do they look like? And so you, you saw that you sort of saw sort of all races, all body types. Um, so they didn't, it didn't appear that they had anything that was sectioned off by race or by gender or anything like that. You know, it was just like you're 21, you're going to go here or you're going to go there. You're going to go, you know, this, you're going to end up in one of these places and you're going to work. And then I guess once, like you're saying, maybe once you're, once you hit a certain age, they, you would think that the government is going to want more sort of cogs for the machine or more meat for the grinder. So they're going to want people to have families and, yeah. And all that stuff. So maybe, maybe you, maybe you're expected that you ride that bicycle for two or three years and then, you know, are you sort of assigned somebody and then you're expected to go off and have a family, raise them to provide, you know, so that you have sort of a constant supply of, of people that are riding these bikes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so and another thing I was thinking is, you know, we don't really know how much power we don't know uh, that those bikes generate because we don't really know what kind of technology they have. So no, no, we don't. And, and which was driving me crazy because when you look at the little cranks that they had and the, and the, and the small wheels that you really, I really can't see that generating a whole, 
heck of a lot of electricity unless it's cranking and pulling something else. But yeah, no, that I, you know, looking at you know the days, you know, batteries that we have and and and, and how a generator can generate electricity that just doesn't look like pedaling on those things can generate a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, and then I I had. I had one thought the other day and I thought, well, what if basically the bikes are, they, they, they generate some, but they don't really generate a lot and they have like cold fusion somewhere else, or they have, you know, they've, they figured out cold fusion or they figured out, uh, uh, they've got nuclear power or they've got, you know, uh, 98% efficient, you know, solar or something that's somewhere else that none of these people ever really see. And it's basically just a way to, yeah, it generates some power, but it's it's primarily a way to control or um, give a lot of these a lot of the population something to do because their technology sort of provides them with everything. Right. Hmm. So yeah, no, that. And so you know, again, like I said, that was just something that kind of popped in. You know, having being a big fan of a lot of science fiction and, and a lot of stuff like that, you know, so. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, there's, there's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of ways, a whole bunch of ways it can go. You wondering what the rest of the population is doing and, and, and have they condensed it down into an area to where, when he looks out that, that window and that forest is really perfect and stuff like that, where due to technology, where we're able to uh, be able to grow back our rainforest and stuff. Sure. Yeah. 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 So the, yeah, the, cause it looked, I mean, it was an idyllic scene that you see again, that, you know, when, uh, for those of you guys that haven't seen it, he looks out the window and the forest just goes just to the horizon. Uh, there's no other buildings. You don't see anything, at least from what he's looking at, you see some birds and stuff fly by and then it just goes to the horizon and you have like a nice pretty blue sky out there. And, and, uh, and that's pretty much, that's, you know, uh, that's how it ends. And it ends with mm-hmm. the, um, I think it was the the song that she sang for her for her audition right. for Hot Shots. Yeah, 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 it is. So you know, all in all, um, I used to think you know if I was ranking the shows on uh, you know for season one, if I you know I, that kind of was my the least favorite, but I think it's kind of it's it's sort of clawed its way up a little bit my favorite was the one that you and I did. And then it kind of goes, mm-hmm. it's kind of jostling now for uh second and third place or kind of neck and neck with the, um, the one about the prime minister and then, and then yeah. this one. Yeah. Well, that was, one with the prime minister, I think they put it at the very beginning just to really shock you and get your attention. Yeah. 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 You don't think that they're actually going to put a gentleman with pig on, TV and actually film it and allow you to see it. You know, you you, you don't expect that to happen, but uh, but but the, but they did, which I think got people more intrigued to watch the uh, uh, watch the second and, and third episodes before they even made the second season. So yeah, and then so as, so as far as rewatchability, probably the the Prime Minister and the Pig would be probably the one I would say eh, has the least amount of rewatchability you can, but once you sort of get over that initial shock, I mean, there's a, there's, there's still other, a lot of other stuff going on in that episode as well. But you know, once you get over that initial shock and you lose that shock value, 
I think some of the other the other stories of season one, uh, which there's only three episodes, right? I think that one kind of it, it, again it kind of has fallen down a little bit um, on there. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, when you go when you go further down the road on in the Black Mirror series, there are some again that are meh, they're they're okay. There are a few others that are. I thought were fantastic that were really, really good. Oh yeah. And I, I don't have them in front of me now. I don't have them pulled up on the computer, but there are some other, some shows and we'll, we'll be able to talk about those at a little bit later date and everything. But all in all, as a whole, the series are, I quite like, and there's, you know, there's other stuff that's out there that's similar, you know, a lot of it kind of puts you in mind a little bit of some of the, certain shows from twilight zone and certain shows from outer limits and, and, uh, mm-hmm. what was that other one? I think it was called one step beyond or something. Uh, never I never watched that. When I was a kid, we'd go out to visit my grandmother during the summer sometimes. And that, that would be one of the shows that the local station down there, they would have on reruns. So I, I, uh, watched that one step beyond and I don't have a lot of memories of it, but I remember it was, it seemed to be more, I think like science fictiony stuff mm-hmm. it was, was more that. And, uh, they had this one really cool episode. At least I think it was on this show and I have just vague, vague memories of it. But what they did is they took a man and a woman from earth and then they took this other alien couple and they put them on this, uh, they were in, you know, some planet somewhere and they said, okay, you guys basically got to fight it out. And whoever, whichever couple, emerges victorious or whoever, whichever species survives your planet lives. The other one is going to get, is going to get wiped out. And, uh, so it was pretty, it was a pretty cool little show. Oh, uh, well, yeah, no, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, this is, uh, um, I think of it as almost a, uh, uh, a British, uh, twilight zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, um, I also hear that they are bringing the twilight zone back, but, I don't know. I, I yeah. you know, I guess when you watch, you know, you see something like Black Mirror, and you can you see what can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, at first you think, well, as long as they, I guess they could maybe get lightning in the bottle again. Um, it just depends on you know who they get to write it and the actors and that type of stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I keep my uh, expectations low, so if they do a good job, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, there's I, I don't see any remakes that really hold up. Uh, you know, it, it, well, I'm, there's some, but I can't think of any right now, probably for a reason. Yeah, it's funny. What have you have you seen any good movies or anything that you would recommend for anybody out there, or have you been watching any series that you think is really good? Um, I've been uh, really impressed with the expanse in both the uh, book and the uh, TV show. Uh, the uh, TV show uh, uh, kind of follows the book really well, vice versa. But the production quality of the TV show has just been really so great. And it's really an excellent story that's out of this world. I've been real, uh, I've been liking that one. And Amazon just picked that one up. Yeah, I noticed that we got Prime not too long ago. I finally kind of bit the bullet on there. And we one of the main reasons was is we ditched, uh, we finally ditched cable or an RK satellite. Oh, okay. And so we don't have, we have uh, Hulu, Prime, and Netflix. 
Um, and we have HBO that we pay for because there's shows on there that my wife lots and, and um, we watch a lot of, she likes a lot of documentaries and things. So we watch mm-hmm. a ton of that stuff, but I don't miss, I don't miss like cable TV at all. I don't even really oh. notice it. Yeah, we got, uh, we have, we have cable. I used to use uh, various services, but I still use Amazon and, and then Netflix. Uh, uh, primarily, but uh, uh, we do have cable in the house, and you know, some like today, I found myself doing a Lonesome Dove marathon that I did not expect to uh, start today. But uh, but there were the other day they ran the uh, whole um, uh, week of uh, 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 of, of routes, you know, from number one to number eight. Oh, okay. So, yeah, then some things pop up like that every once in a while. That that's fun to watch. But but normally anything anything I watch is going to be off of Amazon. Um, I primarily got Amazon for to watch the Grand Tour, mm. and uh, uh, but there's been a bunch of other shows on Amazon that has been really really good as well. Uh, Sneaky Pete was really good. Uh, Goliath was pretty good. I'm trying to think of any others that. Uh, Come right off the top of my head, but uh, uh, Amazon's been uh, trying to compete really good with, uh, or really hard against Netflix with uh, having some really good production value. Uh, Netflix has some good shows like The Ozark. I was really impressed with. Uh, and they went and, and did um, um, uh, the other one with Jason Bateman, um, um, Arrested Development. They went and bought the rights to Arrested Development and uh, and started making more of those. So there's they, they've had some some uh, some good shows to, uh, uh, coming uh, coming over the hill for quite some time now. You know, cable. Uh, it's easy to get rid of cable. Yeah, Ozark. We had we had heard about, and I've got that on the watch list. But there's so much stuff right now that it's it's a little. You know, I get onto certain binges and stuff, and it's, lately, what I've been watching a lot of is. Um, a lot of different anime stuff and some of oh, it, okay. um, some of it is the stories are, are interesting and good. And some of them, they are, you know, of course some of them are made, you know, probably for like 15 year old boys or something like that. But right. some of them, because they're, especially if they're, uh, if they're coming out of Japan, some of them though are made more for probably adults. And so some of them, the stories are actually quite interesting. There's, um, there's one called Ajin, A-J-I-N, and it's uh, about these, for, for whatever reason, there are certain people that are basically immortal and you can't die. We're, we're following the story of this one kid, and it turns out, you know, he's in high school, and it turns out he gets ended up getting hit by a bus, and that's how he finds out that he's one of these Anjin. And then the story kind of goes out from there, and the first season of it was really good, and I haven't started watching the second yet because um, I'm thinking I, I'm on here. I'm going to maybe do an episode by episode thing of that. And uh, oh, so cool. I'd say if you want to check it out and see if that's something that floats your boat. If not, the, 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 the animation style of it is different. And it took me a, a, an episode or so to sort of get past that. It's, it's almost like a, Oh gosh, how would you describe it? Almost like a 2D of painted effect a little bit. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, computer generated and everything. Um, yeah. The, the animation style is a little, in some ways you'd maybe describe it as a little flat, but it, it's, it, it's an interesting story. 
and I, I liked the concept of it. And, uh, and and that was called Onjin. Yeah, A J I N, and it's on Netflix. A J I N. Ah, okay. And um, but so it's 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 pretty cool. I mean, I I enjoyed it, and uh, I'd even thought about doing. Um, I I ran across uh, One Punch Man along a while back, and that is one of my favorite things because it kind of, uh, you know, it sort of uh, makes fun of a little bit of some of the anime stuff. But I really liked it, and they're coming out with a second season that I think is going to maybe be in April or March, March or April, something like that, when it's going to come out. Uh, which I think it's already released in Japan. It's just over here we're gonna. I think it comes out um, a little bit later for us. But I really liked that. I, I liked uh, a lot of the things that they did with that. My wife and I watched on Prime. We watched Homecoming with Julia Roberts. And that was, it was different. I, I think I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of an odd little show. I enjoyed the performances and enjoyed some of that stuff and enjoyed some of the, maybe the concepts that they were doing. I don't know that I would ever sort of go back and revisit it. You know, it was kind of neat to watch it. My wife was kind of lukewarm on it. You know, she started out with it pretty good. Um, have you ever seen that at all? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, um, there's, um, let me see, I'm trying to think of, there, there's a couple. I, I'm, I'm sorry, go, go on with what you're saying. I got a couple other shows to bring up, though. Okay, so... Um, there was an interesting thing on how they would do, how they presented the the past and how they would present what was supposed to be going on in the present. So when they were when they were showing something that had happened in the past, and you were getting you know the, you were getting the story told to you in the past, most TV screens now are the sixteen by nine, so that would be full. It would be a full screen shot, so it would take up okay. the shot. And then when they would go into the present it would be like the old four to three ratio. So you'd have the bars oh, wow. on there. So that was, that was an, uh, um, visually a, a way to let you know, okay, well, where in time in this story are you? And homecoming is about, they are trying to deal with soldiers that have PTSD and can they rehab them? You know, can they get them to go back into society? And of course there's more stuff that un unfolds during the course of the story but like i said overall it was it was interesting and the way that they they did it the story itself you know it was pretty good um and then as far as some uh some other movies i i think it's on hulu and it's it's called um they've got a series of them it's called in into the dark i think is it i and i could be mistaken on that but they had this one show called Puka, P-O-O-K-A. And so they're, they're sort of these little standalone movies, like little horror type movies. And this okay. one was about this guy that he uh, is sort of an out of work actor. And he goes and he gets this job being a mascot for this new toy that's super, that's, that's uh, kind of super popular. And it would, you would kind of think of it like when Tickle, Tickle Me Elmo was real popular. And so he's like a mascot for this type of toy. And the toy, you know, it can either be, uh, it can either say nice things to you or it can kind of say kind of mean things, but like in a teasing way, you know, type thing. And of course this thing is catching, mm-hmm. has caught on fire and all that. And that was an interesting 
uh, an interesting show. It would put you in mind again of kind of like a Twilight Zone type stuff, but with uh, with more of a, a horror element to it. And that's off the oh, top okay. of my head. That's about all I can think of right now that I've been watching lately. Uh, I'm going through my Netflix watch again. Uh, uh, Netflix did a really good job with Lost in Space. Oh, I started watching that, and I and I want to watch it, but it's one of those things where. Um, in October, oh, holy crap! Let me read this stupid women thing. around the world gave birth. Stop! 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 Don't do that. None of these women. Good lord. I tried to pull up my Netflix too, and it's just giving me the advertisement. You know how it gives you like a little trailer thing. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I've, I've I started watching that Lost in Space. I watched I think the the first one, and then it's just I, I liked it, but I just haven't gotten around uh, back to it. Um, and then um, uh, the Santa Clarita Diet with um, uh, tell us the uh, Timothy Oliphant from uh, Justified. Yeah. yeah. Drew Barrymore. Uh, that's a, that was a pretty funny, um, 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 I mean, the vampirist uh, situation comedy. Uh, I was, thought that was pretty funny. Uh, then another series that was really good was uh, Godless. Is that a Western type one, or am I thinking of something different? No, yes, it is. It is a Western type one. Basically, what happens is that there's a, a a mining town, mine accident, and all the men in the city die. So the women are forced to uh, take care of, of all the goings on, including running the mine and and stuff like that. And then they're trying to keep their their mine, which is their fortune, because uh, if they lose their mine and their property, they don't have anything yeah. from the evil from the evil big corporations and and then the uh, guys who come through and uh, and and try to help them keep their mine in their mining town and stuff it's uh, it's a pretty good it's a it's a really it was a really good series and strongly so suggest it's more of a like a drama type thing uh yeah 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 we have more of a more more, more of a drama type thing yes well yeah i have to i'll have to give that a uh I have to give that a look one thing i started watching again i enjoyed the very first one and that was the Punisher, which was the Netflix their take on the Punisher. And I've started; I just now started watching the the second series or the second season of that. And I've I've seen the first episode, which I liked. the The Punisher itself, the 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 first season, had you know it, it wasn't perfect by any means, but overall I enjoyed it. You know, it had some flaws. There were some uh, things where it kind of maybe dragged a little bit, but overall I I really liked it. I mm-hmm. thought that they went a little kind of darker with it and didn't, didn't pull back on them. A lot of times, you know, when they, on a, on a series, like they'll, they'll start the character off as being super dark or, you know, kind of violent or kind of, you know, he's an anti-hero. And then as the series goes on, they kind of really soften that guy because uh, they want him to appeal to more people. And I thought that in this one, they didn't really, they didn't really do that. He was, you know, he was kind of a broken guy when the series opens and then he sort of gets back. He's always a, a, a broken person, but he sort of gets back into where he's a little bit more normal. And then you see that in this second season, again, he's, he's probably as normal a guy as, you know, the Punisher can be at this point. But I like that. Um, what did we watch? Oh, we're kind of in the middle of it. We haven't 
finished it yet, but it's the documentary about, I think it's called Taken in Plain Sight, where, or Abducted in Plain Sight, where I think they're in Idaho. It's a small little Mormon community up in Idaho, and the neighbor basically grooms the family, and it ends up abducting the the oldest, or I think she's the oldest, I can't remember, but they ended up abducting one of the daughters and uh, insinuates and inserts himself in their life and all this stuff. And it's when my wife and I were watching it, when it was getting more bizarre and more bizarre. And she's like, this isn't real, right? This is like a mockumentary, right? And I'm like, well, hold on. Let me, let me Google this real quick. Because it, it was one of those things where the truth is so much stranger than fiction that you're like, oh, this has got to be made up. And you're just like, oh, holy cow. Um, and the, the abduction happened in the early 70s. So like 73, 74, right around in there is when this stuff takes mm-hmm. time, place. So it's in some of the stuff you can kind of believe it. And some of it you're like, oh, you know, it was a little bit of a different time. And people, you know, people didn't didn't think of other people, you know, as, as, of being like molesters or abductors or things like that. You just you would be like, no, nah, I don't think that's what that is, you know, type thing or. Mm-hmm. You get like a weird feeling, but you're like, ah, it can't be something like that. You know, that doesn't happen here. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't heard that, but no, actually, that actually sounds interesting. We, um, but we, like I said, we do have cable here, and um, and the uh, better half does prefer watching all the true crime series, and and uh, I, that story actually sounds a little bit familiar. Now, there's another uh, podcast uh, listen to of uh, true crime girl. Garage that, that I was listening to for a while that had a lot of the stories, and then you start the, looking at some of these stories and watching some of the movies associated with them, and stuff like, oh wow, man, some people are pretty screwed up, and yeah. you know, yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that that um, that, uh, true, that true crime garage podcast. I listened mm-hmm. to that. I listened to those guys. There's a couple others that I listened to. There was a couple that I started listening to and then I kind of, eh, I kind of bailed on them. There was one, and I guess you'd maybe call it true crime, but it was, it was called my favorite murder or something like that. And I got a Ooh, few episodes think... into it and then I kind of thought, eh, this isn't really too much for me. Um, mm-hmm. and so I kind of bailed on that. Yeah. I, I, I stopped listening to the true crime podcast because it started to give me a bad, uh, idea of how humanity really is yeah people are they're not they're not everybody's like that not everyone's looking to uh to uh just to uh, slip my throat as i uh as i sleep or abduct my well i'm sure there are people are but the uh the, you know looking to, to to abduct everyone and, and stuff like that i, I was uh, it was starting to depress me a little bit so i had to stop that yeah sometimes you got to take a break you can kind of get um yeah oversaturated, I guess, maybe for lack of a better right. term on yeah. some of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. Oh, a movie that I watched not too long ago. Did you see that, uh, hold the dark? No, I didn't. Uh, it's a different, definitely a different type of movie. It's uh, it takes place in Alaska and then there's this lady and I, and this, you would get all this stuff from the trailer, so it's not going to spoil anything, but mm-hmm. her husband is off in, Afghanistan or Iraq, one of the places he's a soldier and she has a little boy and then the little boy gets taken by wolves 
and they live sort of next to or kind of alongside the um like the native the native community that's there and <laughs> she ends up calling out this guy and i can't remember his name he's uh he plays bernard on westworld oh okay and in the movie he is a guy who is sort of like a um a wolf researcher type thing and so she calls him out and says, you know, can you, I don't expect to get my kid back, but can you hunt down the wolf that, that has taken my boy and has taken also some other kids in the community and can you kill it? And so he agrees to come out there. Then the story sort of unfolds from there, but it's, it's definitely a different, uh, it's a different story. And I have a soft spot for like, you know, kind of oddball stuff and, and things where you can tell it's not necessarily a, uh, Oh, where the studio had their hands sort of in everything. So, you know, they're not going to be a movie like, uh, uh, you know, like the Avengers, which I like. They're fun popcorn movies. But, the, you know, those are definitely like studio type movies. Um, yeah. You know, what? I really do not watch any uh, superhero movies. So that's just, just Punisher, Superman, Spider-Man. Well, except for the original Supermans that were in the 80s. Yeah. Those. But, uh, yeah, you know, I've. I've only seen one of the Batman movies. I haven't seen. Uh, oh, I watched part of Logan. That was pretty good. Uh, but uh, I mean, as far as like the Wolverine movies and what, what have you, superhero movies are really just. Uh, I, I just don't watch, and I've. Uh, there's are some comic books I like and what have you, but uh, I just never got into the into the superhero movies for some reason. I generally, you know, I generally like. I really liked Logan thought that was a good one a lot of the and i generally will watch most of them just because for me they're kind of popcorn movies and i was always a big comic book fan as a kid and then you know the the movies that were around when i was a kid that were superhero movies were just they were horrible i mean at the as mm-hmm. a, at the time when i was a kid that was all you were going to get so you were kind of excited and as a kid you know you can really sort of suspend that disbelief and put aside wow. stuff and you know but as an adult you can't you know those things are so are horrible you can't really rewatch them and then um but you know some of the most of them i enjoy and i kind of know what they are and you know i don't expect to get to stuff and it's kind of like you were saying earlier if you have a little bit lower expectations if it's decent then you're like hey that's not too bad mm-hmm. yeah yeah and superhero cartoons love those um but yeah yeah no, i yeah I, it, that wasn't really an expectation thing i mean i yeah then but the uh, enough about that. Um, did you? Uh, uh, oh, I also like the uh, Narcos series on um, Netflix as well. Again, that's one Which of those things where we watched the first episode. I really liked it, um, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things like you'll get sidetracked on this or that or the other thing, and I haven't gotten back to it. And then, so I, that's another one that I want to pick up. I, I, I really liked the first the first episode that I saw. I liked that quite a bit. So I want to go and, and get kind of caught up on that. Throw it on my uh, net or not to my Amazon and see what I forgot out of there. But um, uh, now, did you watch the series uh, Sneaky Pete? There's two seasons of it on Amazon. No, I haven't. I haven't seen any of that. And I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think I've seen like I've seen it on the thing going by the screen, but I don't have really any idea what it's about. 
uh, Brian Cranston from uh, Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad. Um, he, he plays a um, he, he plays the uh, the bad guy, the antagonist in the series. The, the protagonist is a uh, kid by the name well by by Pete. He has a friend. Uh, he has a cellmate in prison. So that's so we already know what type of guy this guy is. He's he's been in prison, and. Yeah, and he learns his whole, the, his cellmate's whole life story. Then he goes back to his cellmate's family and acts like they're um, the, the, like his the, like his cellmate, whose name is Pete. He named he takes on the name Pete, and he knows everything about the family and all their names and the whole nine yards. And and they don't remember what he looks like because it's been so long that he's able to uh, carry on this um, uh, the this new this new life. And they, the guy is basically a, a criminal, a quick, quick change artist. But he's he's actually perfected the art pretty well, so it works out pretty good. I strongly suggest that. Uh, oh, I'll give that, that a show. shot. Uh, and then another one that I really like is uh, Patriot on um, Amazon as well. And Patriot is uh, is about a a, a CIA, uh, not necessarily CIA. He's a secret agent for the United States. Who's uh, controlled by his, um, um, his his father, who's uh, um, um, not necessarily a state representative, but he's uh, kind of with the he he's with the government, and then his uh, his mother works for the for the state department in some capacity, um, an appointed position, and uh, he basically goes through through uh, uh, different countries and um, you know does assassinations. Um, takes money, does bribes, stuff like that. But he's also a folksayer, and uh, and uh, he, he, and he, uh, he he sings in coffee shops and he sings about his escapades and stuff. And uh. it's uh, it is a um, interesting. Uh, and and he wants to die, and and he's comp- always trying to uh, to uh, not necessarily kill himself, but he you know like he'll he rides his bicycle recklessly or. Or, or if there's a job he has to do where they have facial recognition, he, you know, pulls teeth out uh, and uh, to change the look of his face. And Jeez. He, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, it, uh, it's it's pretty interesting and the the uh, friends he develops along the way and the things he has to do to pull off these. Uh, these missions and the uh, unexpected things that occur. It's, uh, it's a pretty good series. Strongly, strongly suggest that one as well. It's called Patriot. Okay, we'll check that out then too. Yeah, there's... And that's uh, all. Yeah, as far as uh, maybe other other shows or podcasts or things like that, um, I always liked... Uh, well, of course, I like Joe Rogan. And I go in and out with him. So, you know, because he's got so many shows and they're three hours, they take so much time. But I go in and out with him uh, and I'll go on, I'll get on kind of uh, different sort of, oh, kind of like binges a little bit. But there's a lot of, um, they're they're like, they're like story uh, things like um, No Sleep Podcast and... uh, uh, things like that that I like quite a bit, and so I like to listen to the different stories and you know, like different short fiction and things like that that they have. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think if I've got. Let me pull it up on the phone here real quick. You know, one that I actually 
it's different. Um, but do you, you know who uh, Gilbert Gottfried is, the comedian? Oh, yes. Love Gilbert. Yeah. So he's got a show called uh, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. He, I don't know, he's he's got to be in his late 60s by now. But anyway, when he was growing up as a kid, you know, he grew up kind of uh, consuming all the stuff from the 30s and 40s. And and those mm-hmm. were a lot of the stuff that he liked. And he's a real big movie buff. But what he does is he gets a lot of these guys that are uh, that were from that era. You know, so they're in a lot of these guys are in there. You know, if you're 75 years old and you're on his show, you're one of the younger guys. Um, but mm-hmm. he gets guys that are in their 80s and 90s and kind of gets the interviews with them and have, and they talk about and tell stories about kind of, you know, either old Hollywood or how things were. Um, and so he's, he's had, uh, like John Biner and he's had, uh, he's good friends. Not oh, that wow. his guy was older, but, uh, Richard kind, um, you know, so he's, he's had a ton of those guys like that. He's got, um, uh, on past shows, I think some of them now are probably behind a paywall. So I think they're, mm-hmm. I think they do a thing where there's only, oh so many episodes but when i first started listening everything was available um and you know and uh, he actually is um he's quite well versed in movies and things like that and you you in some of the shows you get like of instead of that persona that he has you actually kind of get a little bit more of, i think of who he is you sort of see maybe a little bit more of who he is there was also uh speaking of him there was also a uh, documentary that was done about him just called Gilbert, uh, which was really good. And you, you sort of see, you know, he's, uh, he's a funny guy, but he's sort of a neurotic guy. And, uh, and he has yeah, like his, tons of his own issues, but you also see that, you know, he's a really, uh, like a dedicated family man, not only to his own family, but with his, you know, with his sisters and, you know, he was close with his, <laughs> you know, with his mother and oh, father yeah. and all that stuff. So it was a really, I, I really, I would recommend that if you haven't seen it, that documentary and his podcast is good as well. Although his podcast is more, definitely more comedy, you know, related yeah. to everything. And, and you know, who, uh, uh, along the same lines, who, uh, knows a whole bunch of interesting people and, and, um, what have you was, um, uh, was a pen, uh, Gillette, uh, oh, yeah. and Sunday school. Yeah, I listened. I listened to that, and again, it's like I'll do things where I, I sort of binge him, and so I'll, uh, mm-hmm. here. I'll do that where I'll, I'll listen to tons of shows, and then I'll kind of go away from it for a little bit and come back. I actually saw him. Oh, was it three, or four years ago? I guess it was. He and Teller I saw in uh, Las Vegas when we were there uh, over over New Year's one time. Let's draw the show to a close. And but like I said, check out Anjan and check out a couple other things. Or if you have any um, any shows that you think would be good, to, like either a series or just a movie or kind of even a mini series type thing, uh, let me know. And then we'll see if we can't do that. And like I said, I'd like to get. I know um, Ken is going to be moving out this way. I think they're going to. He's going to be down in Tucson area. And then oh, I talked cool. to Nick the other day and he said, you know, he's up for doing stuff. And, um, so actually I think your idea about doing repo man, um, mm-hmm. maybe that's if me, you and, and, uh, Nick can get our schedules up and running. Um, we can go ahead and do that. I asked, uh, oh, uh, I asked Travis if he wanted to do it and he said, nah, he was kind of done with the podcast and anything, which I can understand. Uh, yeah. and I don't know if Chaz would want to ever make a guest appearance, but I should ask him as well. I haven't asked him yet, but, 
Um, I know that sometimes like when you, you know, when you're kind of like, ah, I'm kind of done with that. And, uh, uh, you know, you kind of get away from it and it's like, yeah, it's like, well, you know, I did that. Don't want to go back to it type thing. So, but, uh, I don't know, maybe I can like sucker them in one of these days. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I'll get them with a uh, Sierra Nevada hazy pail or something like that. <laughs> or a nice Belgian quad. He loves Belgian quads. There so we go. We'll Belgian quads and that will uh, get, uh, get him in. All right, my friend, I tell you what, I'm going to, let's go ahead and sign off and uh, hit me up on signal or something. And uh, let me know some ideas you got for, uh, for the show and also uh, the listeners out there probably like the five that I have left since I've kind of pod faded some but hopefully I'm gonna hopefully we can build up back an audience again but uh, if you guys out there that are listening if you have a particular show or a movie or anything that you would like us to uh, check out or do a review on let us know all right my monkeys we'll talk to you next time <laughs>